Marhaba from TV Double. This is the Rorschach Lebanon update from the 7th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. December is here, Christmas is around the corner, and the year is about to end. Still, Lebanon is without a president, and the parliament doesn't care. But do you know who really does? America and friends. On Thursday, the 1st of December, Biden and Macron met in Washington and discussed Lebanon's presidential vacuum. The White House has stated that, quote, they are determined to sustain joint efforts to urge Lebanon's leaders to elect the president and advance critical reforms, end of quote. Following this statement, Macron announced that he will be visiting Lebanon on the 24th of December on Christmas Eve, but he will be attending the Baghdad II meeting in Amman, Jordan. According to the Lebanese newspaper, Anahad, quote, During his presence in the region, Macron will head to Lebanon for a few hours to inspect the troops of the French contingent operating within the United Nations Interim Force in Lebanon, best known as UNIFIL in South Lebanon. End of quote. Many Lebanese people are wondering if that is truly the purpose of his visit or if he's giving some sort of warning to the parliament. We'll have to wait and see. In some economic news, the dollar rate is taking a high surge at the moment. Today, it stands at 41,700 Lebanese lira pounds, while two years ago, the rate stood at 1,500 Lebanese lira pounds against the dollar. On another note, Nadim Meikadi, the caretaker prime minister, has called the cabinet together on Monday, the 5th of December, saying that, quote, there are important files related to citizens' health that need to be discussed, end of quote. He also said that he's anticipating quote, huge participation, end of quote, from the ministers, and that he's only choosing to discuss around 25 cases. Initially, there were around 400 cases. Moreover, Meikadi announced that the UN's food budget will increase to feed one-third of the Lebanese people. This decision comes after the World Bank has released a report stating that, quote, Lebanon was ranked second among the countries hit the hardest by food price inflation, end of quote. The first one was Zimbabwe. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization, around 2 million Lebanese people are facing food insecurity. To check out the full report, follow the link in our show notes. The caretaker government also approved a new import tax. As of the 1st of December, imports will face a 15,000 Lebanese lira pounds tax instead of a 1,500 one. On the same note, Lebanon's Minister of Finance agreed that as of the 4th of January, 2023, he also spent the 1,000, 5,000, and 10,000 Lebanese lira pounds stamps printed in 2021 and before. He said that his decision is to prevent any forgery. Next up, the European Union Council announced on Thursday, the 1st, that it will be aiding the Lebanese army with 6 million euros after the request the Lebanese Minister of Foreign Affairs made back in October. The financial aid aims to improve the medical conditions of the Lebanese army and arm them with developed equipment. The head of the United Nations Refugee Agency called on Saturday, 3rd of December, for the assistance of Syrian refugees and Lebanese citizens. UNHCR chief, Filippo Grandi, visited Lebanon for three days and called the foreign for help, since Lebanon is going through, quote, a very hard time, end of quote. Lebanon is a home for around 2 million Syrian refugees. On unrelated news, according to the Ministry of Health, around 440,000 Lebanese have received the cholera vaccine amid its outbreak. Around 70% of the residents living in Akkar, Beka, and the central Beka have been vaccinated. 
Dr. Khaled Osman, worker at Doctors Without Borders, said that, quote, some people didn't want the vaccine at first. They were hesitant, like they were with the COVID vaccine. But after we explained, there was no needle or side effects. They accepted it. End of quote. The Lebanese government received the first cholera vaccinations from France back in November. Moving on to other news. Did you know that the Lebanese fans at the World Cup were actually paid to chant? According to the New York Times, quote, young Lebanese fans were offered an extraordinary deal. Free flights, accommodations, match tickets and food, plus small stipend to bring some culture to Qatar's World Cup games. End of quote. The fans landed in Qatar back in October to practice their chanting. With everything going on in Lebanon, this comes as no surprise. FIFA also held an honoring ceremony in Qatar for the 82 journalists from around the world that have covered more than seven World Cups. Among those 82 was Yusuf Berjawi, a Lebanese sports writer who has covered 10 World Cups. The first one he covered was in Spain in 1982. Speaking of honoring, the film Memory Box, directed by the Lebanese Joanna Hadjib Thomas and Khalil Jarej, has won another award in the U.S., it had won two awards at the Misna Arab Film Festival and now received the Audience Award at the Arab Film Festival in San Francisco. The movie has also been nominated for the Oscars under the category of Best International Feature Film. The Lebanese film Farah was also released in the UAE on the 1st of December. The film's plot discusses the themes of mental health, the pharmaceutical industry, and the father-daughter relationship in Lebanon. The story starts with Lina, a pharmacy student who starts to have nightmares and decides to travel back to Lebanon. However, she discovers horrible family secrets and the shocking truth. Farah has won the Feature Film Award, the Best Arabic Film, and the Best Art Direction Awards. Did you meet the Lebanese duo in Netflix's The Swimmers yet? The sisters, Manal and Nathalie Issa, started their acting career in 2018. Nathalie began her acting journey as a protagonist in Wissam Sharaf's short movie, Unforgettable Memory of a Friend. She then starred in two films, My Favorite Fabric and Sea Salt. Manal has won the Best Actress Award at the La Nuit de Mabrouk. She also took roles in several films like Ulysses and Mona, Les Quatrième Murs, The Memory Box, and The Anger. In The Swimmers, Nathalie and Mona played the role of the sisters Yusra and Sara Mardini, who fled Syria to seek refuge in Europe. They took a very dangerous journey in the sea and had to swim as if their lives depended on it. And it did, while helping so many drowning refugees to get to the shore. And to wrap up this update, we have some amazing recommendations for you. We'll know how Lebanon faced a severe civil war. Everyone is still living its consequences until today. If you want to know what has been going on in Lebanon after the war, check out the book Post-Conflict Transition in Lebanon. It adopts a political and sociological approach to the period of transition and how Lebanon emerged from chaos. You can also read Growing Up, Blowing Up. It's a memoir of a child that lived throughout the civil war reaching adulthood. It is full of drama, love, and pain. It recalls how everyone used to hide in basements, evade bombs, and go through enemy checkpoints. It also speaks about how the author, Charbel, was forced to leave the girl he loves behind. It's an amazing read. We highly recommend it. And that's it for this week. Every once in a while, we put in event recommendations for the month ahead. Are these useful or should we skip them? If you like them, what kind of stuff do you want to know about? 
let us know at podcast at rorschach.com. Menschufkun!